This is the official Waukee Community School District podcast, Talk the Walk, presented by Unity Point Health Des Moines. Welcome to another episode of the Talk the Walk podcast, the official podcast of the Waukee Community School District presented by Unity Point Health Des Moines. My name is A.G. Ellingson, Communications Coordinator for the School District, and we're excited to be coming to you today from the beautiful and brand new Northwest High School. Our guest is the principal of Waukee's newest building, Dr. Farouz Bashara. Dr. Farouz, let's talk about your excitement level. Level one is I could be taking a nap. (laughs) <laughs> level 10 is I'm sprinting into work every day. Where are you on the excitement level? Uh, I think we are beyond a 10 at this point. It has been long coming, uh, the work that we have done behind the scenes, and we can't wait for our community to see what we have prepared for for themselves and for the students and, and for everybody that is going to walk through our doors pretty soon. I just posted on my Twitter page that this is probably the first podcast ever in this space, so it's it's history. They'll be talking about this podcast for years. <laughs> Everything is history at this point. Yeah, Every right. time we do something <laughs> is the first time that something happens at Northwest. So I'm excited to document all those first, and then you can brag about it, you know, in a few years to come. But also... Uh, you know, I think it's different experiences that we are going to have and people are going to be comparing how it looks like in different spaces or in different buildings. So that is for us a point of pride that we are going to try to do it best. Don't blame me there. We'll get into more of the excitement of this opening <laughs> year here in a second. Let's let's first talk about your journey. So how did you get to Waukee? How did you get to Northwest? And then why are you the principal of Waukee Northwest High School? Uh, I think there are many ways to answer that question. Obviously, the community wanted me here when they hired me for this position. But any time you, you take a, a job, it's not a district telling me, oh, Fidus, we want you to be the leader at uh, Northwest High School. I think it goes both ways. It was the right timing uh, for me. I was looking for a position that was challenging, that was exciting, and that really also fit my family. That's a big part of it. I have a daughter who's going to be a, an eighth grader at Preview, so it had to be a district where she would be allowed to grow and to really blossom um, with a strong academics, but also a strong emphasis on who she is as a human being. So um, it was the right combination, but you know, my journey into education is a little bit unconventional. I went to school, I had my master's in fine arts, I was a graphic designer, and all of a sudden an opportunity came up to, to teach art in a school. So that's how I started teaching. And after a few years, I landed in Omaha, Nebraska as a visiting teacher. Uh, can I say go Huskers or? <laughs> podcast is over this is the last <laughs> that is not gonna make me any friends in this community <laughs> I would not say that out loud at the dedication event coming up I'll keep that in mind <laughs> but I landed in Omaha and I spent a few years there I mean I lived 10 years in Omaha and then went to Lincoln Nebraska where I was also a, an administrator there finally was a middle school principal and in Columbia Missouri and that's a very humbling experience working with middle schoolers and they taught me they taught me a lot and I think they made me a better educator and a better administrator and really prepared me to work with high schoolers because I understand better uh, both the kids and the parents uh, I didn't understand the level of stress these parents had when yeah. their kids came to high school and now as a parent myself that my daughter is almost at that point I get it better but um, it helps me understand the skills and the lack of skills the kids have 
when they come to us. So uh, it's been fun. It's been exciting. Um, and I think all those different experiences in different communities have, uh, you're never fully prepared for anything you do, but uh, have allowed me to be a better learner for the things that I had to learn this year to open Northwest. Would Ferus, the graphic designer, believe that a few years down the line, Ferus would be the principal of a brand new high school? Oh, never. <laughs> you know, in fact, one of my fun facts is always that I remember my freshman year in college and uh, one of my technical drawing classes, the professor said, many of you will end up using this class more than anything else because you will be teaching. And I stood up and said, I will never be a teacher. <laughs> At that moment, I was convinced I was just going to, uh, for my mom's dismay, I was going to be an artist or <laughs> I was going to be a graphic designer, never teaching. And here we are now. You know, sometimes when you're put in front of students, and especially in art, that is my passion, and they get to express themselves in a completely different way, and you see the impact you have on kids, um, I fell in love with that, so... 22, 23, I lost count years later. Here I am. Love it. Okay, so let's, let's, so you've been in Waukee. I mean, you were here for uh, most of last year, right? And full last year. Okay, so, so mm -hmm. you're, you watching this building develop and you're watching construction happen. And then like, most recently, you're watching people move in. What has that been like to you? Uh, none of the classes I took in my leadership programs prepared me for uh, undergoing a construction. You know, you learn about building and grounds, you learn about that management, but I didn't understand uh, anything about materials, anything about electrical components, and people just were explaining it to me so excited, so I knew it was important, but I just had this blank stare most of the time, and it's like, uh, you're going to have to translate that for me because I have no idea what you're talking about. So it was a huge learning curve uh, for me to really understand what were the challenges we were facing during the construction, uh, what timeline sometimes didn't fit my uh, sense of urgency to get things completed. Um, and just overall, um, really being in awe of the coordination that is required to pull this off and to have everything ready. For me, the most important part, of course, was the instructional decisions. This, that's how I look at everything, yeah. you know. When you put this furniture here, this is how it's going to affect teaching and learning, you know. But yeah. the architects look at me, and that's not what they are always <laughs> <laughs> thinking about. You know, like, well, you're building a school. You should be thinking about that. But our lens is very different. So that coordination and that collaboration, I think it's what in the end resulted in this amazing building. I think you were, for a while, you are maybe the only person who knew where everything was and what room was going to be. How long did it take you to, to figure out where everything was? And then segue from that, what's your favorite spot in the building? Um, it didn't take me long. I know it looks like a very complex and huge building, uh, but it's very easy to navigate. So once I figure out uh, how the floor plan worked, remember I did those, those technical drawing classes <laughs> in CAD, so that was a little helpful. Uh, once I figured that out, how the three wings of the building worked and where things were at, I just walked it a lot. I tell you, I had a pair of tennis shoes in my car, so every time I would come here, just put them on and, and walk around. But 
it was not overly complicated, but when I choose my favorite spot on the building, I don't even hesitate. I'm going to tell you, it's the balcony of the media center. I mean, you walk into the library, and you can see all the way to the pond, and there is that balcony out there. You just have these amazing views yeah. with the light uh, coming in, but you also get to see the sides of the building, and it's a gorgeous spot because you can see all the different materials that have been used in the building all in one spot, and you can see the textures and the colors, and, and for me that is just beautiful. And So I just want a desk there, so if you cannot find me, that's <laughs> what I'm going to be. The coolest <laughs> principal's office in the yes. history of principal's office. <laughs> Completely, but it's just a beautiful spot and so unique yeah. that you don't traditionally find in, in high schools, and I think that's the constant of a lot of things that I say when I talk about this building, it's almost like a college campus. It's just yeah. the the design. It's just the nuances, the little details that have been included in the design. That's just pretty amazing. I think it's really cool. I, I don't I hope you don't mind if I ask you. So you, the the way that you ask students to help other students kind of figure out how things were going to go. Just ex- describe that story because it, it it didn't like. I was thinking about it for a while, and when you said it, it made complete sense to me. And, and it's. There's excitement on both ends of it. Uh, you mean like how the, the, to learn how to yeah, navigate the building? The, yeah, the, what I have found is like I have done many, many tours of the building for people. And then they come back and they have no idea where things are. Like I came in here, I don't know, 2,000 times with Mr. Ross, our associate principal, to the building. And then the one time I sent him with somebody to do a tour of the building, he can't find the art room. So I really realized that you become dependent on the person that is showing you the building. So what we, what I'm trying to do, even as the teachers have moved into the building, is I'm not giving them tours. I'm not showing where things are. I just explain we have three wings. This is how things work. Go and find it. And people have become very reliant on themselves and on the maps that we are giving them, and they are finding it no problem. And that is way better than me walking people around because they don't know how to find their classroom the next day. And that is what is going to happen with the kids if we just give them tours of the building. They are just going to be reliant on whoever walks them around and not learn how to get to their classes. And then I can have somebody walking around on the first day <laughs> of school when it comes to... Plus, it would take like two hours <laughs> to really walk this entire building and yeah. show them all the classrooms and all the corners and all the amazing things that you can see. Yeah, it's an incredible space. You're listening to Talk the Walk, the official podcast of the Waukee Community School District presented by Unity Point Health Des Moines. Our featured guest is Dr. Farouz Bashara, the principal of Waukee. Northwest High School. Okay, so today we're recording this on Tuesday, August 10th, which just happens to be two weeks until the first day of school. Um, when you, you say you, it like that, I start getting nervous. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, you, I'm not telling this to anything new that you don't know. I mean, because the calendar, I mean, it's we've been looking forward to August 24th for a long time. Before that, August 15th, this coming Sunday is the dedication event. I think a lot of people are going to get really their first look at mm-hmm. this building and this space and get to see you and get to see some of the students. How excited are you and what's in store that day? I just want people here. We have done so much work in trying to get things ready for our students and our community. And I just want it to happen. I just want them to see the things I've been seeing for an entire year, especially the last couple of months when everything has really come together. Uh, I want them to see where their students are going to graduate, where the kids in our community are going to come to school every day and learn, and see what their collective effort of the community that made this building happen 
uh, has really accomplished. And I just want them to enjoy it and to celebrate it with us. It's going to be a special day. There's the bands involved, choirs involved, athletes are involved, administrations involved, tours are involved. When you put it like this, sounds very overwhelming, but it's going to be really fun. (laughs) I I totally think so as well. Okay, so let's then move two weeks then. So opening, opening day, essentially, for students and teachers together. Describe that day. What what's gonna ha- what what's it gonna be like? Do you think? Uh, a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's gonna be confusing for some kids and very exciting at the same time. We are gonna have a lot of students in the building, but I think it's gonna be really manageable because we have put in place the the processes to make that day successful. Uh, we are having orientation for all the students of all grades this coming Friday, the thirteenth. So they are going to have an opportunity to do that, to just walk the building and try to find things on their own and experiment and get lost and find their way again. So it's not going to be as chaotic as it would be if we didn't have those things in place to start with. We have been communicating with the kids about uh, how to do things. We have created videos for them that they can watch about the how-tos in the building. So what I'm anticipating is that it's going to be a high level of excitement in the students and the teachers. Uh, we are going to have greater stories to tell about how the first day of school went and celebrate the good things and then after we are not upset anymore about what didn't work just laugh about it and and that's what I really look forward but I think what I want the kids to know is that we have tried our best but not everything is going to work like we anticipated and at that point I need them to go with the flow and give us grace and uh, communicate with us and give us feedback in a positive manner so we can make things better for the second day, the second week, and the second month of the school. It's impossible to do everything 100% accurate on the first day of school in a new high school. I mean, there's no, there's so many things. We try. Yeah, of course. We try. And um, in our team, we think we have thought about everything that come come up. But you know, reality You cannot meet the needs and the expectations of absolutely everybody. You can't simulate that day (laughs) until everybody's here doing it. Okay, let's talk about goals. Uh, Let's talk about goals for the first year. Mm -hmm. What's on your list? You know, when uh, anytime you ask a principal, what are the goals for your building? They have all these fancy words, research-based acronyms, data. Uh, But I just want to be realistic. And in our first year, I just want to ensure that everything works in the building that our facilities are up and running, that we are serving the students, that teaching and learning is happening at the highest level. And then, honestly, that we create a culture in the months to come where kids and and adults as well not only feel like they are accepted. You always talk about that. Oh, we just want everybody to feel accepted. No, we want kids to feel loved and to feel wanted and to feel welcome here at Northwest High School. So that is gonna be the the hard work that we have to do. And that is not just coming from me, I can't accomplish that by myself, but it's creating the, and facilitating the conversations and and the processes that will lead us to, to be like that. It's a great answer. Now let's expand on that to the goals for Northwest High School overall. Mm -hmm. What, how do you hope this building and the people here impact the whole entire Waukee community? You know, when I think about that, I think about that not just as a school leader, but also as a parent. I'm a parent in this community. Uh, my own daughter is going to be a, a wolf in a couple of years. So either even if I don't want to, I always have that in the back of my mind. What do I want for my own child? And that's what I want for every kid in this community. Um, 
I want our students to be completely independent. And I know that doesn't sound like a big goal, but actually it's huge. Uh, sometimes as parents, as an educators, we think the more we do for our kids, we are better parents and better teachers. And we really need to take a, a step back and let kids do their own thing and make their own decisions and choose right, even when nobody's watching. And we want them to be able to do things in life by themselves. I always say, when my daughter goes to college, if she has a flat tire, she better doesn't call me. Call me at 9 and say, you're not going to believe what happened today. But she problem solves. She takes care of business, and she doesn't need me. Or she's in a job, and she has an issue. Don't call mom. Take care of your business. I want that for all our kids, that they have the skills, that they have the resilience and that they have also the kindness to interact with each other in a positive manner, both here in the community and when they go out there in the world. And for that to happen, it sounds very easy, right? And very simple, but it's just, uh, it's so complex, the amount of things that you need to do both inside and outside of the classroom to get all our kids to that point after they graduate wearing blue robes. Uh, you know, from Waukee Northwest High School. It's is it ever amazing to you when you're driving into work and you? Th- I mean, you see this here, but then a mile northwest of here, two more schools, and you know, probably an elementary school coming after that. Is like Waukee is is happening here. Does it? Do you feel the like the amazing? How do you best describe that feeling of just realizing that there is a town that's going to encompass this school and essentially this school was the first thing on this side in this part mm-hmm. of town it's it's really a vibrant community it's really a very alive community that keeps growing when i arrived to to Waukee, uh over a year ago i have seen that growth so i can only imagine that people yeah. that have lived here their entire lives and remember these small classes graduating from Waukee, what it looks like to them i'm excited about the new schools opening in this side of town maybe it will help a little bit more change the mental model of the colors that come to mind when people think of Waukee, <laughs> and maybe uh, make the blue and white as important as the purple is in this community because yeah. you walk around and that's a staple of who we are uh, as Waukee, and we really want to shift it uh, a little bit and that people start understanding that we're all one community, they are all one school district, but at the same time we have our own identity and that we have a very healthy competition with uh, Waukee High School. Well, this has been fantastic. I know your to-do list is probably... I mean, it's not, it might not be 500 pages now, don't, but it's don't probably, mention that. It's probably <laughs> 100 pages now at this point. You've chopped off a little bit, but we appreciate you. We're so excited to watch you guys make history and your entire team uh, two weeks from today when Waukee Northwest High School opens. Thank you for having me, and I'm really excited to see the community come to our building and to enjoy what we have been enjoying for the last few weeks. That is a wrap for this edition of Talk the Walk, presented by Unity Point Health Des Moines. Our next podcast will happen during the school year. We'll talk about how things are going and check out the excitement level in our buildings. That's all coming up on Talk the Walk. Thanks for listening to Talk the Walk, the official podcast of the Waukee Community School District, presented by Unity Point Health Des Moines.